0: With two fantastic victories, we managed to guarantee championship status for another season and we've come to the final two games for once without jangling nerves. Tonight we have the pleasure of welcoming our good friend Will Jones from Phoenix, Arizona to the studios. We look back on a great Easter, look forward to next Saturday with a trip to Brom. I'm Barry and this is the Progress with Unity
1: podcast.
0: this evening's podcast everybody uh, Simon's not with us this evening he's watching the Wigan Athletic Under-15s play Sunderland in the League Cup and they're 1-0 up as it stands so that's excellent news so
2: yes. with Simon not here it's going to be 25 minutes shorter we'll
3: let you know we'll let you know that's monologues it's good to yeah. have your back
2: barriers <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'm back yeah, in, yeah, the, uh,
3: proper, proper proper in the
0: proper chair in the horse chair some quick hello's, Adam Hello. Hello, yeah, Young Adam. Hello, Paul. Hello. Just got to mention before we move any further, uh, Vernon. Big shout sure out to Vernon. Uh, was asking where you all sit at the, uh, the uh, stadium. I was pointing out your various seats to him. Uh, he's an avid listener, and he says he's been he's enjoyed it this season. So, thanks for listening, Vernon. Thanks, Vernon. And, hey, uh, Cheers. I'll see you uh, next Sunday when we play Millwall. Cheers, back to me. Big welcome to Will. How are you doing,
4: Will? Yeah, I'm doing great, Barry. It's good to be here.
0: Yeah, uh, last time we met was uh, the Blackpool game, wasn't it? Last I, time I saw it was, it? yes.
4: Yeah, uh, three years ago now. Yeah,
0: there. yeah. Uh, that was a good... T- did we clinch something? Was it promotion that <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it was the... Promotion and more, more or less I think it was promotion
4: and, yeah, more or less the title. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So First have trip. you had a good trip over? I have. Yeah, I always have a good trip over. I yeah. find myself... Uh, regularly, coming back to Wigan, which I think maybe sounds odd to people who aren't from Wigan, or maybe even people who are from Wigan, but <laughs> I, I, enjoy it. I enjoy it quite a bit, I love the town, so it's
0: good to be here. No, no, we we, we, we know it's charms, you know, we do, we understand That's it's charms. Uh, I hope the language isn't too much of a barrier. <laughs> Not too much, <laughs> just a bit. But yeah, Not I'll, too I'll much. try my best this evening to... Uh,
4: you more than anyone, Barry, I think. Yeah, yeah thanks. For that. that knows.
5: Yeah. Reid, right, let's crack on. Draco a whip podcast
0: right Adam uh, do you want to do the stats for us yeah so we'll start Please. off with uh, that fantastic good Friday
2: yeah a good Friday in Leeds <coughs> uh, possession 77% to Leeds 23% Latics. 36 <laughs> attempts for Leeds 8 <laughs> to the latex 10 on target for Leeds 2 to the latex uh, 15 corners to Leeds 2 to the latex uh, 11 fouls committed by Leeds 7 by Latics 3 each in yellow cards um, it States reds are nil apiece although I'm pretty sure we did have a red card uh, for uh, Kipri mm-hmm. um, and the goals, uh, the, the score was uh, Leeds United 1 Wigan Athletic 2 in front of a crowd of 34,758 Excellent, I made mean, that I- I don't know if those stats do the game
0: justice to be honest because I feel we could have won that game 4-1 if you think about the chances the, cl- the clearer chances you look at uh, Rhys James's free kick and then the penalty which we didn't get when he was brought down so you know
2: it was, never, it was never a red card either was it I mean I can't believe that wasn't rescinded um, but that said I think this day and age the tactics are you go down to 10 men, we'll talk about this later with the Preston game. I think that's your tactic these days. You go down to 10 men and you... Oh, we'll, we'll you, talk about
0: it later <laughs> with the Preston game. Yeah,
2: because Preston went down to 10 men and got better. <laughs> yeah, Ipswich yeah, went yeah. down to 10 men, and got yeah, better. Yeah, Latics yeah, went yeah. down to 10 men and got better. Yeah. We beat Bolton a few years ago with 10 men after five minutes. Mm-hmm. So that's the, that's the way to go. That's the new tactic for next season. Get some sense off early doors. and yeah. See what happens. <laughs> but obviously, they put. I mean, bodies on the line, defended really well, uh, and 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 but tactically very good because we always had that threat with the pace. Yeah. On the a- break, everything's everybody
0: steps up. And I, I, I just got to mention this. to uh, tweet me words uh, regarding one particular player who I thought was absolutely outstanding on Friday. Cal Smith played at centre back for for a spell of the game. He was just so so brave in his decisions he did a run what was fantastic he's he was brilliant I've got
1: to give it to him he's he can lit, he's, he's you know the guy's filled in a left back when we know he's not
3: a left back mm. and
1: yeah it, it weren't great but it's not it's not his fault and the fact that he can come into such a huge game and do such a good job he was in a position he's never yeah. played in I think that's
3: well, on the official podcast last week no or was it the, was it ours where we recorded Gavin Massey in the lounge after yeah. the game yeah. where he, he basically <coughs> said that the rest of the squad appreciate that he's not a left back, he was filling in at left back and he did a great job as far as they were concerned. Yeah. And he acknowledged that he'd had a few pelters here and there from supporters, but if your own teammates are acknowledging the job that you're doing then you can't you can't really go wrong, can you? Well he looks comfortable
4: now, in Aismith, Yeah, whether that's at left back or a left because at first, you know, he came into the team and he did he did make a few mistakes with a positionally otherwise yeah. <laughs> yeah he looks comfortable now he caught a lot of stick off the fans too it would, be, would have been easy to complain and say you know hey I'm not a left back but he never meant, once made mention of it and I think that's that's kind of what Masu was getting at there was that you know we've asked him to do something that he's never done at a professional level
0: but typically he's an offensive player isn't he Will
3: sorry for throwing that in yeah <laughs> an offensive player oh he's good oh, he's good going yeah. forward he's a good yeah. attacking player yeah he is, he is. He's, got, he's got that look for me of one of those players that doesn't know himself where his legs are going so how are you supposed to try and mark him? You can't, because he, he doesn't, either. doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah, well, he does go, doesn't he? He, can, he, he, he's, he? definitely has that unpredictable He's deceptively about him.
1: quick as well. He glides across yeah. the grass when he looks like he's running. his Long so. strider. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: There's a few players, though, like that who've got... got I remember when Lee McCulloch came for a, a big wad of money, and he was terrible as a stri- as a striker, and then Jules saw something in and switched to the left-hand side, and he's probably up there in the top ten most popular Wigan players ever. One thing
0: that McCulloch always had for was a fantastic first touch.
2: Yeah.
0: Even when he, he came and he played up yeah. front and he was rubbish. And he were hard
2: as nails. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And nobody's telling me they didn't. <laughs> the, but his first touch was something else. Uh, but Naismith, um, I think he was very nervous when he first came into the team and he showed uh, he looked like a bit like a, f- a fish out of the water. But like you said, well, as the season's gone on he's become more comfortable and... Uh, this last
2: three games, fantastic, yeah. and playing fantastic. at a level he's never
4: played before too. It's yeah, yeah. part of the reason he's so uncomfortable, I'm sure. So yeah,
2: he's good. That he's a good player to now have in the squad. I mean, I, I do think if you want to push on, I, I'm not convinced he's a he's a first choice yeah. player. But I like players like him and you, Roberts. Is if. You what know, there's someone you can bring yeah. off your bench, or bring even from not being in the matchday squad, put them in the team, and they're not going to let you die. Mm. And it's also you need a good mentality for that as well. And I think he's definitely got that, so good, great credit to
3: him. Mm. But that's how you—that is how you push on, isn't it? By when you come in, you don't let anybody down. Next thing you know, you you secure a first team place.
0: Mm. Yeah, we, I mean we have been a bit stretched this time this season, aren't we, with uh, uh, interest mm. to players, so we've. But people's been mm-hmm. filling
2: well, in, in positions Masses has been the one hasn't he I mean if you got, went back uh, I, I think always on the podcast we liked him but there were a lot mm-hmm. of people last season him and Tony got a lot of stick in the first half of last season Massey took a lot of that and even towards the end of the season I don't think people understood his role in the team necessarily were this season everybody in those first three or four games thought wow what a player we've got here then he gets injured, comes back for two or three picks up Gets injured again, and then he came back and then played that blinder. at uh, Scored that goal at Derby, and he's always been a threat. and he, And he fits in really well with the way that we we actually want to play. So was he man of the match at Leeds? Do we think, or uh, would you give it to someone else? It because eh? there's so many good yeah. performances.
4: It has to be. Sick. Christian Walton made a number of good saves against Leeds as well, but uh, it's hard to go against Massey with the two goals. Yeah. So that's the end of
2: the day, that's what you need to do, in it? Stick the ball in the net to win games and there's been a lot of away games where we haven't
3: been clinical. We've had some good chances. So. Yeah, you, th- you think the first one he had time to think, didn't he? And basically deceived the keeper. Just buried it. Uh, the sec- second one was a bit instinctive, but it was instinctively stuck in the right court, you know, mm. in the right spot. Chained for Clarkie as well. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's going say, yeah, <clears throat> Tremendous game. Yeah. And he's another
2: one who's had a little bit of stick, hasn't he? Yeah, I mean I think it'd be good when we do our last one of the season to like look at who might be here and who might not be, you know, it's a good, it's always a good one at the end of the season, isn't it? Well there's talk
0: the, the on the internet that his agent it reckons he's happy and he won't be as best to sign a, a deal with us. No,
3: there was, so, I saw something to that yeah. effect today. Yeah, so he's out of contract. I think that, so that might have come yeah. from the man himself as well. well yeah. They're going off, apart the Sheffield United, and he's not a Premier League player. No, he's not.
0: No, no. But even if he's in some main structure next season, if we right, bring somebody so. in, you know, somebody big, he's he's still, you know, like I'm saying, well, <laughs> we we need like Unai you, Smith coming in to to him Someone big
2: like Peter Crouch.
0: Someone, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but again, it, I mean, we've 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 worked on this quite a few times. That the fans doing the walks and how that sort of pays benefits to the players, picking inspiration up off it. Yeah,
3: it it puts a a realism to it that you just can't manufacture. Yeah. You know, like I said, I've said it time and time again. We go back to the the very first one, will
0: not it, for Emma Ruling and for the Bolton game. Well, the
3: the bus went past people walking. Yeah. And, And to use that as a motivational tactic for the manager, to say, look, today matters. Yeah. You know, it's real. It, it, like I say, Ferguson somehow managed to do it with his players for years. Yeah. Every single game they went out and gave 100%. They never, ever were anything less.
0: No, and on this one, uh, the players set off with them originally, didn't they? they? They sort of escorted them as they set mm-hmm. off on the Wednesday morning for, from Exton. So they got a feel, they got a chat yeah. with, with them all. And then to see them coming out at the other end at Leeds. A oh, fantastic sum of money as well. 30, over £30,000 raised. And I think a massive shout sure has to go out to Kieran Crompton, uh, yeah. absolutely amazing that he actually did it all the way, walking backwards. And also to, to uh, Jimmy from from Muddata, who organised it. I think it's fantastic again. So well done to both of those, yeah. and obviously um, a good charity in, in Joseph's goal. Well done
2: to everybody. Yeah,
1: absolutely
0: brilliant. So yeah. well can't
1: done. argue at all, can you? No, no, fantastic. Right, so I think it's important we don't understate the fact that that is the massive victory in terms of importance of the of years like what was the last more important league victory we've had that that's pretty much saved us into what could be a, a dark future in terms of going down and not being able to get back up like we have done and the least
4: likely too. and, I think and we to, to
1: be like... 1-0 down away yeah, well, I, one I, of the I, best home teams who was second who needed to win
4: And not having won away since since I was last year in August
1: <laughs> and, so, and
4: yeah 10 men
1: <laughs> I mean, after that penalty, uh, after we saved the penalty we saved off at the post, and we conceded straight away, that could have easily been the, that you know it's the players, the, could have broken well, the, I, players. I the fight shown. We've questioned the desire and we and have, the ball. Well, we we and haven't
3: all questioned it, Adam.
1: Well, we kind of have. We've we've Similarly, been in doubt. Da- we have, some da- have yeah. away yeah. away from home. We've we've questioned yeah, what's yeah. going on, haven't yeah. we? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah and I mean, now they exactly shown they've shown right there yeah. that you know that that is a massive victory and I, I can't really point out a bigger victory in, in, in memory in the league six, go, six, going oh. back to
3: the, the Premier League survival yeah, you're going back yeah. to the 3-2s from 2-0 yeah, yeah, aren't you yeah. West yeah. Ham game yeah, probably that, yeah, the
1: biggest I, uh, result since the Premier it's League a,
2: game
3: it's, a, it's a result yeah. a West Ham, West Ham game, yeah, of the championship of the season I, yeah. I, I had yeah, a horrible, a, a horrible, big, a, horrible the experience of watching yeah. it on flash scores um, cos I I was down on the south coast visiting family and uh I looked at score, so I thought, oh, see, I, was, I give it a chance to get kicked off, and I'll have a look, so I didn't, I didn't have a lot of battery left, and, uh, I had a look, and we, we had a goal down, and a man down, and you just think, oh, bugger, right, there we go, and then, about 80, 80 odd minutes, I turned it back on, and I was like, whoa, we're winning, I, no, I had a quick look at half time, and thought, oh, well, maybe we'll sneak a point. And then I saw us winning, and I watched the clock count down for ten minutes, <laughs> thinking don't happen, don't happen anything, nothing happened, nothing happened. But then what I didn't realise is that when that gets to 90 minutes, it just carries on going, and you have got no idea how long it's going for. Mm-hmm. I, and that was horrible, and then I got shouted at by my missus when the full-time whistle went, and I was like, Yay hey, in this car park, and she's like, shut up, shut <laughs> me up. <laughs>
0: I thought, uh, uh, I mean, the runner Reese James is when he run the length of the pitch in, in, in the final, that was in the final, what was it, five or ten minutes that? Uh, yeah. um, for me, that, it was a penalty. The, the defender fell into his legs, mm. brought him down. Um, but again, that, that showed the commitment, didn't it? Because he was dead on his feet, but he, he still ran, ran back and managed to get back. Uh, it was just a fantastic performance. we get from
2: England's future captain.
0: It is, yeah, it is. And the progress review is uh, 18 19 player of the season as well, don't forget. Uh, yeah, so that happened. Uh, results went our way eventually. And we knew that, because uh, Rotherham were winning at one point, weren't they? And they, and they ended up losing. Yeah. And we knew that. Um, Maybe just a point against Preston would have, kept, would have sealed our fate. Three points, more than likely, would nail it. I'm you put the pressure I on, though, I, I think
3: at that point, you, you're five points clear with three games to go. You, you'd have to have a horrendous last three games to yeah. get over wouldn't yeah.
0: you? Yeah, yeah. It's but just just with Rotherham, the way Rotherham have been playing, you think, you know, if we could have just got the point against Preston, that would have more or less done
4: yeah I yeah, was like say five points up or three to play and how many times have we lost three in a row this season not often if if, if at all so yeah. if, you know if you get one point at that at that point probably need to win two need to get a result in all three games with yeah. winning two to pass you so it's
0: yeah by, by a team that's in the bottom three
4: right yeah, yeah. 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 No, because well, you can't do that the only thing that worried me
1: was the fact that they're, they're good at home and they're, they're all Birmingham maybe. Middlesbrough and Birmingham Middlesbrough have shown quite a bit of weakness away from home a lot of times mm-hmm. so I was thinking I'm not going to count my yeah. chickens because, you know, you've seen great things about them. <laughs> yeah. So even, even, when, <coughs> even when they scored on Monday I was thinking, oh for God's sake, because then it made our game a little bit more important. You but
2: Millwall had already lost, which also put a bit of a nice assurance in. Yeah, but well, they,
1: they still have that extra game and There's you Which is the two they played, don't they? So yeah. this week? Uh, I think they play Stoke uh, on the weekend.
0: No, they play the, the their, uh, thingy game in cities against Bristol City. Yeah, I mean, oh, right. yeah. next week.
1: Uh, mid- midweek next week, isn't mid-week it? Midweek next week.
0: But it's a tough week for them then, isn't it? It is not it Depending on how their results go. Um, so, anyway, we moved on to Easter Monday, and we, we have Preston. Uh, before the Preston game, there was uh, an appetiser, a walking football game between Wigan Athletic walking footballers and Preston North End walking footballers, mm. and I'm pleased to report that the Latex uh, team came out on top in a in a, a four-game tourna- four tournament, a 14 tournament. We won all th- all three games, yeah. uh, two was, two very comfortably. Who were the other two teams? It was a, a Preston team, two Preston teams, and a, another Wigan side. All oh, right,
2: okay. And um, you think the key player was uh, for the winning team?
0: Well. I'd like to take the glory, but to be honest with you, I've had a cold for a for a, a week now, and I was slightly under form. Um, Someone said you'd had a cold for ten years. <laughs> so I had a cold <laughs> for fifty years, you no, know, that's ten. Um, yeah, uh, the uh, two standout players for us were the goalkeeper Eddie Neal, so brilliant display from him, and Ray Charles, who's, who's my brother-in-law. He had a brilliant game, brilliant competition. Ray Charles. Ray Charles, yeah. Right. did see that right. one come in. yeah <laughs> but hey hey come on uh get off yeah so <laughs> so that was a, that was a good omen then uh you know it was playing good for as well so so we moved on uh everyone's excited got themselves to the dw stadium it's time for the biggie
2: yeah right speed stats so uh, possession 44 percent latex 56 percent pne 14 attempts latics, 12 pne five on target for the latex one pne Two for two corners Latix, eight for PE. Twelve fouls committed by Latix, eight by Preston. One yellow card, Morsey in brackets, uh, two for Preston. Of course there was a red card for Preston, but the key start, Latix two, Preston offend nail in front of twelve thousand four hundred and ninety six spectators. Clean sheet, very impressive. Yeah, another, uh, another one for the home tally.
0: Yeah, and a lot, of, a lot of noise on social media about the performance of the referee, who I thought I've got to go game. If I'm being honest, definite red for, for me. Definitely red. Yeah, keeps him in the head. That's okay.
1: it. And and I think, um, <coughs> Preston will agree that Morsey didn't see a stacking yellow, but it shouldn't have been a first yellow. No, I agree. It was agree this, one of his. Yeah. It was his first foul of the game, and he just had a bit of a tap at the ankles, and he. It was just after the Ricard, I think, as well. Yeah, it's a time you know, when a referee yeah, gives yeah. an easy yellow because he's trying to even was, it up a bit. He, he followed yeah. the lad who was cutting into the box and you thought, oh, hey, oh, But, in my opinion, it's, it's, no. it's fair. Cause
2: it was an odd game, wasn't it? There wasn't
1: loads to say about it, really, was there? Did, did, for me, there'd a lot of diving. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah it felt
2: like Brentford game was similar type of game to Brentford apart from we
1: got the goals yeah. Yeah. It felt like we had a, a certain game plan and the, the 10 men them going to ten, ten men. our players are kind of like whoa, what, what do we do here? And it galvanised them a bit didn't it? Yeah, it, it, like it galvanised Preston I, I, I was convinced we could see it in that first 15 minutes of the second half. They corner after corner, they were peppering yeah. our box, I was thinking... we defended we well, did not we? Defending well, I think Dunkley over the last three games in these massive games has been really good. I mean, against yeah. Norwich I was impressed, Leeds he... He
2: got caught on the goal for Leeds, didn't he? A bit, by Bamford. Yeah, but... You, you, it, it was good striker play, I guess, you give him a
1: bit a striker, but... It but, you know, he'd defend with ten men and he was our only actual
4: natural centre-back and we didn't see enough of that, so... I, I think points in the game like that too, where we come under pressure, is when you really see the importance of Danny Fox. Not, yeah. Not as much at home, but especially away. He's a, he's a
1: proper centre half with experience who kind of puts his head on the line. A bit like reminds me of Stephen Warnock. He's that kind of professional that will just he'll just throw his head in the way of anything. He'll, yeah. He's so committed to to not. Like he's getting right knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> exactly he's, he, he gets injured that says everything he puts his head where it hurts especially at Rotherham when he got kicked in the head yeah. so I think it's important he's part of yeah. I mean he's captain material really is, is, is what you need in a back line let's, cause
2: let's touch worthy we actually get a full season out of him next year Cause cause let's be honest
1: we, we've been missing
3: that we've had a very young defence this season yeah, yeah. So we played most games before he came to us didn't we yeah
1: mm-hmm. and, and to be fair you can see why Forest like, Oh, we, we, he's rubbish full-back. He's definitely not fullback. He's definitely centre around.
2: This, this same, Danny Fox? Did he play for uh, Burnley? Did he ever play for Burnley? Because there was a Danny Fox going for Burnley on Premier League
4: gears the other day. I don't. I don't
2: remember. Really different one. Is there? No. I believe so. He put, he, he put his head in as well. Where it. Hurts.
4: He has that ability to, that maybe Kipper and Dunkley don't have to when we're under pressure to bring the ball down off his chest. Yeah. And, and get us going back, you know, on the attack. And I think where maybe Kip Ray or Dunkley might have the ball, you know, back into midfield or out of touch. Uh, he has the ability to get on the ball and get us going forward. I think this is very important for us. He might have the same, obviously, he doesn't have the same physicality of Dunkley or Did, Kip Ray for, did play for Burnley.
3: Yeah, I yeah, was just looking and he scored one of his 14, <laughs> 14 senior goals for Burnley was, was in his yeah. career. He yeah. probably
2: wouldn't do what I
4: actually do What's watching Premier League years. Oh, not no, Premier League years. He
1: had
3: absolutely
4: that, that 2005 season. Six. Yeah. yeah. Preston were unlucky not to score, though. I mean, we rode our luck a little bit, I think, especially the first twenty minutes out of the first half, the second half, I should say. they had a lot of success in the wide areas. I can see why why they've had a good season. Well, uh, he's a good
2: manager. I mean, yeah, he plays decent football. Do you think it gives you a bit gives you a bit of hope as well that you can, with a with a low budget, you can with an organized a well organized team, you can actually we, flirt with yeah, the playoffs.
1: Because we've only just kind of found our system that works. We've, We've yeah, it's that kind of high pressure. Again. kind of hit hit teams of the break. Again, though, yeah. very, when when the
2: Preston lads were here, you know, back in September, he was under big pressure, wasn't he? You yeah. Know, yeah. And, and again, they didn't they didn't flinch. They they kept with him, and he turned them around. I mean, if you looked at their form since October, they probably are a top six side overall.
1: Mm-hmm. We just mention Lee Evans as well, and what an impact he's had. Yeah, good since goal could go for it. It.
0: With for it to settle before he's, he's playing attacking
1: midfield,
2: I think, you know. But also, he's come. He, he came back into the side when he had actually been dropped for the first time. I mean, there bit been a couple of times he's been a bit unlucky, maybe, because rotation or whatever, but he, he was actually dropped, wasn't he, yeah. for two or three games. And maybe, I think he's alluded to it himself that he hasn't had his best season, but we have seen glimpses of what we thought we'd signed. So hopefully, next season, he kicks on and, and becomes a mainstay in the midfield.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. Um think it Paul when he came on. Disappointed. Um sh part chewed he refused to he just gave up, didn't he, once? Because he wasn't happy with was Leverley and Kyle, but that's no excuse. Just yeah.
2: just on pole as well, you know, two years ago when he was winning the championship, he seemed like a super sub, didn't he, a couple of times, and he turned games. I think this season he's been an abysmal yeah. sub. He's, he, uh, the games he started, I think he's contributed to, but as a substitute, he's been absolutely terrible. Every single time he comes on, he looks awful. He doesn't. One game against Stoke, he didn't even look like a footballer. It's it's mad when you you compare him with the player who started games and early on in the season when he was dominating games he was the best player in the championship first five games for me, mm-hmm. but as a substitute I I, I disinterested. I'd leave him alone. To be honest, I wouldn't bring him on as a sub. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm.
0: I think some he's, he's the type of player. I mean, not knocking Mick Powell, who's Nick Powell, but there are a lot of players very similar to me who when you're when when you're absolutely riding high and and you're playing great football, they're a massive facet to you and they can turn it on and they and, and they can create and score goals. But when you
3: need when you need a proper scrap But that's where he was. Well, Adam said two years ago we needed a proper scrap then, and he was the. Well, maybe that was diff- But, but
2: that might have been slightly different because we weren't really scrapping to hold on to stuff, were we? We were. He were coming on, and he was like, "You have the save you, Nick." And he came on, and he yeah. saved us, didn't he, with his brilliance? But actually, coming on in a pressurised position against Norwich, uh, against Stort, when it was nil 0 and is it, is it? Is he being the big fish?
0: I don't know. I mean, that ball he gave up when he lost it. Um, and he walked away, and and they broke in the second half, obviously. Yeah. But he was going on a on a left side between the halfway and the eighteen yard box. Mm-hmm. It was absolutely ridiculous what he did. He just and he just walked towards the centre yeah. of the pitch.
2: And he got he gets aware of it. A lot. Imagine if that yeah. had been Smith.
0: Yeah, but he did get he got a lot of.
4: He got some moans off the He court. got some moans, but he... Moan. <laughs> but I think he picked himself up a little bit after yeah. that, it?
0: and he did, make a, you know, he did make a conscious effort. Having said
4: all that, he did play the ball across the face of the goal that eventually... Oh, he's, he's a scored. tremendous player, I'm not saying, but he, he, he's just... I
0: thought on Saturday he was quite poor when he came up. Yeah, it was. Monday. That Monday, yeah. yeah. Mm. They, they were the they're all poor on Saturday.
2: Yeah. yeah. They didn't do
0: anything Saturday. no, no. <laughs> Pete up and chilling out.
4: But uh, like you said earlier, Barry Naismith had a very good game as well on on Monday against Preston. Some of those balls that he plays, especially from from positions that aren't near the touchline, or close to the touchline, that aren't near the byline, he plays great balls into the box that bounce right in front of the goalkeeper, very difficult to deal with. That's a, a tremendous skill that he has, and I think that's probably originally why why uh, Cook thought you know, I'll stick in my left back because he can play those balls into the box like that he doesn't mm. seem
2: to need much space either does he yeah. seems to dig the cross dig the cross out <coughs> quite well which is not it's not easy to do whereas I think Massey could learn something maybe there because one of his things is he does it he does it that back quite a lot doesn't he Some, when he gets into the position he'll let the first man mm. quite quite whip it round but obviously he's got a different asset hasn't he he's pace and more yeah. director than he
0: and he's he's hitting them balls while he's flying as well, isn't Which is a yeah, more difficult skill. Yeah. I th- I've got got to mention um, Anthony Robinson, you who know, I think over the past three games has been quite quite outstanding as well. Um, I mean, there's, there's talk of perhaps him not going to make it Everton. Do you think he could be somebody
1: we'd look at? I think he? we should. I think he's also a player that Cook can probably develop in terms of his defensive side. More, I think probably if he spends. He's not really had much time with a manager, has he? I mean, it's very unlikely that he'll have developed any under Parkinson and the way he mm. sets his teams up. So I think yeah. him being under a manager consistently and having that those years to develop under. I think I think he'd be a, probably our a solution to left back, and he has that pace that Nathan Byrne, and then you have that balance in your team, don't you? Yeah. And even if he does make a mistake, he's not the best defender. He can get back from virtually any position. He does, doesn't Time and time again, he's done it. I, I mean, he made a mistake. I'm going all the way back to him, away at Stoke, and they, they were. Re- I think it was Cummins running into the box. So he just zoomed past him and took the ball, and then that was it. Well, the,
3: the model that they were discussing when you know Darren Ray was down there with um, Jonathan Jackson. Is all about young players, developing them as as genuine talents, and using that to balance the finances. So why not? If you know, why not invest in one that you, you, you've had him for twelve months, so you know what he's like. We're uh, about the regional scouting. Yeah. Is Derek
0: Shinney from from Aberdeen. Well.
3: Yeah, because imagine imagine we
1: bring him in and he spends three or four years and has some cracking seasons and he develops into a quick left back. He can defend. He can attack. Gets lots of assists you're looking at, you could probably sell him for about 10-15 million. Well, if he plays for the United States, that helps. He's already got experience playing
4: against Mexico, Brazil. Yeah, It could be massive for him. He's a player I've kept an eye on, obviously, with my, he hasn't been called up to the national team uh, these last couple of goes, but, I mean, the the one thing I would say about him is he needs to get stronger on the ball. He gets pushed off the ball too easily, but his positioning, I think, has gotten better over the course of the season and he does have the pace to recover when he's out of position. And, uh, yeah, that pace going forward is a, is a huge asset. I think there was a moment in the second half where he ran, he just ran right past the right back for uh, for Preston and made him look like he was standing still and whipped yeah. the ball into the. Roberts floor. played that lovely little it was, pass for you too. Yeah, that, that yeah. was it.
3: There was one in the Norwich game where he just bombed forward. do mm-hmm. just, I remember it. I think we've got to know who we are. have got to know who we are, haven't we? Ultimately, yeah. we're
2: going Athletic. If if he had all the attributes. Then it's like saying, "Well, let's get that Reese James in because he's got everything." But <laughs> clearly, clearly, we're not going to get Reese no, James, okay. so we need someone who's flawed. We, we, we need someone with a flaw, don't we? Yeah. And, and then you can work on that flaw and hopefully get it better. We're not going to get the finished article; it's just not realistic.
3: So, you, you, the the whole ethos of the club is finding that finished article before they finished, aren't they? And being the the thing that brings them up to yeah, the finish getting you rough diamonds, line. Yeah. Ma- Massive for me is the, the perfect
2: example. If he put step, goes on another step next year, uh, which I really do hope that we do sign him because we've put a lot of work into, I think, and, and, and obviously this season as well, I think he will say it himself, when he with his injuries, we haven't seen enough of him and that would be nice to see him he's over in, the full he's season.
4: He's been out more than half a season hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. it would be really I mean, nice to see him over it. Season. There's an article in the paper today. He said, you know, he's settled here. He likes it here. He's enjoying it here. So hopefully, mm-hmm. you know, I think in the end we will sign him because I think he's worth more to to Wigan than he is to Derby or Forrest or the other teams he's been linked to. Because yeah, I think and the only end- reason it hasn't been done yet is because. He deserves a,
1: a better contract, in my opinion, to where he probably was on. Cause he came yeah. from a relegated He's going to get that. He has to. And yeah, we couldn't course. commit to that. We yeah. had no idea what our future would be. And to commit yeah. to a higher paid contract, I mean, you've got to think financially. Yeah. And he, and I think that it's been waiting for us to get over that yeah. cross line. Well, he yeah. said that
0: himself in a couple of weeks, but yeah. let's get our league position started. I, I think that's
1: the way you read into it. And yeah. I think I'm pretty confident that, you know, he's already said he likes it here and He's been on a good run of form and you know, he fits that system perfectly. He
0: seems like a fellow with his head screwed on as well. Yeah, doesn't
2: yeah he talks well, but there's a couple mm. like that. I think Massey, Kipper is another one that relatively young and he, he, he's got the attributes, again, just needs a little bit of... I think playing if he gets to play with Fox more, that's going to help him out. Mm. Um, he, he's a player who can improve a lot. Evans is still relatively young, he's another one who can, can improve. I think Malti came as that player who can improve, and for me now he's he is always your seven out of ten minimum, isn't it? For me, Sam Morsey. I think he's really solid in there.
1: I, yeah. uh, I I'm I'm curious whether Cook might change his system next season and try a three at the back with them three. I think he might he might have looked this season and thought you know and the success <laughs> Sheffield United's had. And, and it seems to get him more popular in football and um, one yeah, and, and, it, and we now um, know now that we now know that Massey can
2: play off a off and a that's the
1: thing can, you can have Martin Evans you know or a windass get, getting forward you know he's it. another
2: one to me i think he's there's, there's a lot i still think there's a, there's a lot for him to go i've seen glimpses for me and i think if we can get him right i think he's a player burnham
1: robinson uh, suit that wing role as well yeah, they do so you who knows?
2: Who knows? Right, let's, let's move
1: on. on. We're getting bogged down here with this. Uh, Club news, Adam. Anything happening this week? Yeah, so it's been a very good season for the for the youth, for the Lotics youth. All right. um, starting with the under-18s, they've gone on to win the Youth Alliance League. Um, so there's quite a lot of top teams in there, quite local teams. And they've also on Sunday, I think it was, they won the Lancashire FA Youth Cup against Preston, and they won that 5-2, which is a familiar scoreline in the local derbies that we've seen this season. Mm-hmm. And then after that, on yeah. Tuesday, the development team, which includes, sometimes it includes players getting back to fitness, and the mm-hmm. kind of like 18-20 20-year-olds, 20, 20 um, they secured a 2-1 win away at Morecambe to clinch the Central League champions, just pipping Robham to it, who they beat 9-0, yeah. and lads like Charlie Jolly and uh, Joe Geldart, I think Charlie Joy's got 39 goals this some, season some in, tell that, in the youth. And Joe, Joe Geldart's got some like 20 odd, 20 odd goals. So it's the future's definitely bright, and obviously we have lads playing in the England 17s as well. So to win three things, I think shows what a great job the academy staff are doing now. Yeah, yeah, you know, it'd be good to see maybe Joe or Charlie Joy or Jensen Weir feature. If Millwall are safe, I think we could see him because mm. it would be unfair to the other teams to, like Cook said in his interview, to, to try out the... Rotherham
2: will, will kill themselves off by then. I yeah. think, I think so, yeah. they got West
1: Brom away, so...
0: Even so, it, it, if not, it's, you know, get him on the bench. Get on the bench and yeah. get yeah. them
1: involved in that first-team yeah. kind of routine. Give Jamie
0: Jones a place because... Yeah, um, We need homegrown players on the bench, don't we? I mean, so, yes, yes, so I mean you have to have in your squad
1: one. One, yeah. So, that's, so when McManaman's not in it, it's always Owen Evans on the bench. Yeah. yeah. Um, so but
2: what, what a signing he was, Gregory
1: Huck. Yeah. Think about all the signings we've made well, over
3: the last couple the well, he, years. He
1: developed uh, Callum Wilson, didn't he? he's was a yeah. he for England now. So.
3: Well, so, I think you're looking, the best signings have been Gregory O'Hearn and Paul Cook. Because that, that is what's driving your club, isn't it?
1: Forgot to mention the under 15s the current are currently playing as a recording and 2 0 for half time. 3 0 oh, up now. Against Sunderland. And that's in the Northern at final three. of the under 15s Premier League Flood Cup. Yeah,
4: and are, that's... The, are the
1: lights on? <laughs> I'd hope so in the Flood Cup.
4: I saw on Twitter before the game that Rhys James sat by. It. Yeah, Rhys James, we like in uh, dressing
1: room. I don't think <laughs> we'll get
2: a bit team, though. I
4: don't think no. We'll pass it there, was, <laughs> there was a lad on there that looked like he was in his 20s. Oh, there was another that looked like he was about 11 or 12. <laughs> yeah, so it's
1: crazy. <laughs> we all of school tomorrow? Oh, Probably. Ready? Probably, that's why it's an early kick-off,
0: I think it's at quarter to seven. It's GCSE stuff. Oh, it could be mocks, wouldn't uh, it, under 15? Uh, Sats.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but, I think we're going off topic.
0: <laughs> we are, we are going off topic a bit.
1: We're yeah. going to the premise. Is that it? That's, that's what I've got for the youth. Uh, so, very good season for him and uh, turn out to be a good season for the first team, I guess, as well.
0: Yeah, fantastic season. Uh, I should imagine the uh,
1: season ticket prices will be announced anytime soon. Yep. And <coughs> maybe new kits. The yeah, year, although we do typically release them quite late compared to other
0: teams. Well, I've heard we're getting them out early this time and obviously it's still going to be Puma. Yeah. It's on a three year deal, so. Uh, I'm
1: hearing rumours that there's a red away kit. I think we're keeping the green on the own kit, but it's going to be, like, the edges. Yeah. I'm here, hearing it could yeah. be complete.
2: There's a lot going to be happening over the next days, um, 12 to 18 months, year, yes, won't yeah. you? Because, obviously, they talked about things like sponsorship opportunities, naming
3: rights. Yeah. Well, that's the only thing. Not, we're we'll not be playing at the DW next season, will we? Yeah, you'll start to see the yeah. effects of the uh, <coughs> IEC ownership, won't you, yeah. a bit more? And I, and I think the recruitment's... That, oh, the new screen as well looks like a good right opportunity time. for a number of things, isn't it?
0: Yeah. It'll be interesting to see who the new club sponsors are, aren't we? Yeah. You know, the international yeah, yeah. company, yeah, the national company. Yeah. I bet it's, it
2: won't be the University of Bolton. <laughs> the local the still <laughs> are, They're already tied up, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. Thank goodness.
0: Mm. All right, okie-dokie. Uh, Birmingham. So, uh it's the stage of the season, and usually with wondering where we're going to get points from to win the championship, or just
2: you know not get relegated. Or or we've been dying, even a couple of times we've been down with each to haven't we? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, it's a just a strange feeling this time, isn't it? You know. Yeah, I think it'll show that we probably not going to spend that much time on the preview bit because because we're all quite happy talking yeah. about what's happened the last weekend.
0: Yeah. Well, let's let's get the uh, preview done. We've got. Joe Chapman on the phone. We're going to speak with Joe in a moment.
2: Life from a told torment.
0: Life from a poppy. Oh, there's no bad language in the background. Um, the referee, Steve Martin, that old comedian. Oh, yeah. So, uh, from Staffordshire. 33 games this season, 81 yellows and 3 reds. He's ref twice. Borough told me in March, the 0 0 draw. Oh. And the QPR defeat away. Back oh. in August. That. with the shove oh, yeah, yeah shove in the back of Dunkley when
2: Dean Ashton said it weren't
0: yeah <laughs> uh, referee Birmingham just once which was a 3 all draw uh, at the Vetch which isn't called the Vetch anymore it's the Liberty Stadium isn't it yeah because they've moved from the Vetch fought for freedom and got the Liberty yeah uh, were he sent off Pedersen on 45 minutes defender uh, yeah. so Mark Gantst Mark uh, that's the one Previously played, Birmingham, 22 times. We've won seven, drawn eight and lost seven. Uh, Birmingham, have they ever done the double over us?
2: Uh, yeah. Uh,
0: how many times? Twice. Just the once, which was in the season 2009 9 10 uh, They beat us 3-2 at home. And one nil away. That would have been uh, that was Roberto's first season in charge. would not it, that. Uh, nine
2: ten. Yep, mm. would have been yeah. yeah. Uh, the I
0: first. Think, sorry, go on. The first meeting with we Birmingham, of course, uh, led to our um, election to the Football League. We played them away in the FA Cup third round, seventh of January 1978, at St Andrews. I was there that day. Uh, i bomb. Trevor Francis was absolutely sensational. I'd never seen a f- football player like him live and I was blown away by him. He scored two, Keith Burchin scored two. All Essex were very, very good, did us proud. Uh, made a massive impression on Sir Ralph Ramsey, who was a manager of Birmingham at what the time.
2: Did, what did he ever do, Sir but,
0: well, he, I'll tell you what he did do. He canvassed for us at the AGM of the football league and got us uh, a few, enough votes to get us elected at the expense of safe votes. And as they say, the rest is history. Right? Uh, shall we have a chat with Joe? Yeah.
2: I think we can get him on the form. So we've got Joe Chapman again, friend of this podcast, making his uh, I think fifth appearance of the season. How are you doing? Now, aren't I? Don't know. Very well, thank you. Yeah, how are you guys? Yeah, yeah, good, good. Thanks. Uh, so I think it's uh, Birmingham today. Just getting getting ready for it's not it's not Villa or West Brom. We're going to look at Birmingham, and uh, I guess the last time we spoke was before they uh, annihilated us, uh, sort of three 0 wasn't it? In uh, sort of de- de- December. Um, since then, there's obviously been the uh, the points deduction uh for birmingham so i'm just just wondering how sort of the the sort of general consensus was about that whether they felt they got off a little bit lightly or i think um uh, to be honest uh, for a good
4: few weeks building up to the actual hearing and the actual um punishment we were
5: all expecting in in this part of the uh, world uh, to see them suffer 12 points um with potential transferring bombs going forwards as well, the fact that they've they've escaped that this coming summer is something that's probably gone under the radar outside the walls of Birmingham, but that's a big thing as well, just the fact that they've taken their medicine, um, so to speak, um, and they've actually now got the chance, under the watchful eye of the EFL, of course, to build, again, in a far more sensible manner than they did when they let Harry Knapp run riot, um, a couple of years ago so now they've got a chance to give Gary Bunk a few quid to spend something he hasn't had the, the enjoyment of just yet um, and you know it, it's now an exciting time all of a sudden they've, they've kind of come out the other side um, of what's been a really really difficult couple of months and the, you know they can start, they can start planning the head uh, they've, they've, confirmed, um, they've confirmed survival they did that on Easter Monday I was up there at Rotherham they came from behind and um, got a really, really good
2: three points in the second half, and, and now it's very much all systems go for the summer. Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously it's a big, big. Res- I mean, they were always going to stay up. I think Birmingham; they had enough of a buffer, didn't they? With the uh, even with the nine points, I don't think they were really ever in any any doubt that they would stay up. Yes, uh, they, uh, they had a great they had a great season, to be honest with you. Um, they were they
5: were on fifty points, and they, they, but, they, to be honest with you, up until the end of February, they were they still had a really agile go of the playoffs. That would have been a phenomenal achievement to be honest with you um, when you consider the teams are still up there five at the moment yeah. but like that said um, the march was really really difficult they had the nine point production they lost all five matches in March so that hit them like a steam train um, so all of a sudden they were five games you know um, worse off without anything to show for it the nine points on top of that and all of a sudden they found themselves at their shoulders and they responded absolutely brilliantly they, they beat Leeds at the beginning of April um, they picked up points against Derby against Sheffield United, who are both top six teams. Uh, um, they probably felt like they didn't do enough to beat Ipswich Town, who were probably really good, rele- who, re- who were relegated. They they got a draw at Ormond Road, um, and as I say, I was at Rotherham on Monday, and they were absolutely fantastic. They were well worth the three points in the second half. They were so totally going. It took them to go a goal down to really kind of wake up and. They came out, and, um, and of course, that's probably put the final nail in Rotherham's coffin as well.
2: Yeah, I mean, obviously, we, we stayed up as well on, uh, on on Monday, which which for us was obviously a great great achievement. Um, obviously, you've had you've, you've seen Wigan a few times this year. I mean, did it surprise you that it took us so long to sort of secure our championship status? Uh, I mean, I know you saw the the three 0 defeat. Ah, this is what we get when, when we're live. I think we lost you for a second there, Joe. Yeah, I'm back. Yeah, excellent, excellent. Yeah, I was just saying, like, sort of, were you surprised, really, about sort of, um, you know, Wigan taking so long, really, to secure the the championship status, you know, on obviously you've seen us a number of times playing against the uh, West Midlands clubs.
5: I I, I said to you, I mean, it was obviously really early days, but I said, um, actually, when they lost to Villa, this was a Wigan team. I know you haven't had Wigan, Nick Powell good portion of the season but on that day with him playing a, a, a real talismanic role I saw you in Wigan there there and then um, especially in the fullbacks and you know and, and Central Field um, they, they were fine I thought there were three worst teams in the division that's how it transpired uh, they've always had a fantastic Easter um, I think even the most ardent Wigan fan probably didn't expect them to go out of the road and go behind and then have 10 men as well that, that that was just uh, that was one of the results of the season for me, uh, and obviously the home form in last couple of months has been superb. Uh, they've been really really di- difficult to in at DW, which is something something they've been managed
2: they've managed to recapture. Um, yeah. I thought when Blues went there a couple of days before Christmas,
5: the DW that was probably just about the best I've seen Blues play this season. Do you know what I mean? So it's not like, I um, uh, maybe maybe they caught we on that day, but. That was Blues playing hundred percent that day, and um they yeah. haven't they haven't played as well as that over ninety minutes too many times this season, but in that sense, they caught Blues on a very good day and they returned to their home form, which is something that's you know they they've been difficult to beat. I watched them play at home to Norwich on the telly and they were I thought they were fortunate not to get over the line there and um yeah, I think they've been well worth it. Their, um, their championship
2: status yeah and so I mean obviously it's one of those kind of um, end of season games now isn't it on Saturday so how you, do you, you kind of see the game going what would be your prediction um,
5: well I mean it's, it's, first of all it's a nice thing to have isn't it it's a nice thing that both sets of supporters are going to be in attendance knowing that they're not going to have to worry about anything uh, that, that's something that Six weeks ago Both sets of Supports would have Happily taken um,
2: Absolutely Speaking to Gary Monk After Speaking to Gary Monk After the um,
5: After the, uh, the the Whatever Rotherham He was uh, he, I, I said You know What about We're going to Reading as well in The last game They've obviously Stayed up as well So You know How do you approach These two games though? What, what happens next do You switch off Are you bothered Is it It's not a big deal um, you've, you, you, you know, you've, you've achieved What you wanted But um, Gary Monk, in the way Gary Monk is, he said, you know, we want a, we want a strong finish. We want to, we want to end this season in front of our own fans. It's obviously the last game at St Andrews this season. They want to finish strongly. I know Wigan have won at Leeds, but ultimately, I think it's fair comment that the away form's been really quite poor this season. And you can say um, that again. <laughs> I would, I would, I would, <laughs> I would, to be honest with you, I would expect, them. Um, I would expect a Blues win. It might be a, a goal in it. It might not be particularly pleasing on the eye, but I would expect, uh, I would expect a Blues win.
2: Yeah, and, and and final question. Um, obviously, the last time we'll speak this season, um, is it going to be West Brom or Aston Villa playing Premier League football next year? Uh, do you want
5: the answer from my
2: head? My yeah, head. Uh, the the head. The professional view, rather than the West Brom heart.
5: Okay, so my head. My head says Aston Villa. Um, my heart says neither.
2: Right? Okay. Interesting. I think it'll be one I actually
5: think, I actually still think, I, I, I still, I say, I think, you know, I, I do think they're the best form team. I don't think you need to be a genius to work that out. But watching them recently, I covered the winning against Russell City recently. I'm going up to and Road on Sunday. And um, they've been absolutely splendid with with Greenish, with Abraham, with John McGinn, with Tyro Mings. All of a sudden they've got a serious spine of a team. And they, they look, they look the team. I just wonder whether Bielsa has one more trick up his sleeve. If, um, I personally don't think Villa over two legs will have too many problems against Albion, if I'm, if I'm being brutally honest. But Leeds in 19 minutes, could they be the team that do Villa at Wembley in the playoff final for the second season in a row? I, I think, I don't know. Bielsa is a, is a genius in my eyes. And he's worked wonders with very, very little at uh, Leeds this season. And if he can get there, uh, as I think we all expect them now to be in the playoffs. Uh, they shouldn't have too many problems with whoever finishes sick, I don't think. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I think these will be still serious contenders. So, yeah, I, 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 I think it will be a lead for the final.
2: Right. Okay. Excellent. Well, um, best of luck for your West Brom for the rest of the season. Uh, and I'm sure we'll speak again next season about sort of. Uh, West Brom, Birmingham, and... Aston Villa. Aston Villa, <laughs> the, the way that your predictions are going, so you'll be very busy again next season. At li- a- least Wolves didn't get relegated I'm anyway.
5: I'm
2: busy. Yeah. All right, cheers, mate. Oh,
5: uh, well, uh, yeah, he found him.
2: Cheers, Joe. Cheers, guys. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Bye. All the best, bye. Bye. Well, that was some interesting stuff about
0: Birmingham, Paul. <laughs>
2: Yeah, we've got a bit, bit of an insight into all the West Midlands clubs, yeah. didn't we? And they're, they're running, and uh, looks like we'll uh, we'll be playing all the West Midlands clubs next year, according to yeah, it Is he well. a
0: permanent member, no? Is he like China? With the uh, you know? is he a permanent
2: member well, of the it's podcast? He's made more appearances than calm at Manum. <laughs> it's like the,
3: it's like the um, strange member of the European Space Agency, isn't it? Yeah. Mm.
2: Which
3: is Canada. Oh,
2: right, OK. On, on that note, yeah. yeah. But, um, I wouldn't know. <laughs> he seems to think that it's going to be a low scoring uh, low scoring game yeah uh, I think we'll win this one do you is that what your prediction is yeah uh, so go on what's your prediction to uh, you now I, I honestly think we've been playing well in our away games and now we've got over the line at Leeds I think we're not going to lose an away game again
1: this millennium <laughs> Adam what urge you we we're gonna get the playoffs, we're gonna win five 0 Five nil? We're gonna ruin them, it's Destroy it's them It's like a, it, it's
2: like a sixteenth place playoff or something. Paul? I think so.
3: <laughs> well, they're both teams that are lower in the table than where they should be, aren't they? Yeah. Because they obviously their points deducted and we've thrown points away across the course of the season. We've deducted our own points. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um our goal we won a piece.
0: Well, I've just written down exactly that. One apiece, I think it'll be a one-all draw.
3: Hey, I t- I tell you what, just to, to go off on a slight tangent, but also if you listen back to last week's episode, Simon's subtly doing his copy of the scores as well. Oh, right. So like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. What, read, did you, what did you say, Barry? Yeah, um, um, yeah I think it's going to be... Yeah, I'll copy what you said.
0: Yeah. Um, just before I come to you, Will, is it, do, is it like the Premier League, where the higher you finish, the more money you get? In the championship,
3: I would imagine so. But yeah, uh, but it won't be. If right. Instead of being millions of pounds difference, you probably get another ten pound.
0: Yeah. Well,
3: I think it'll be 2, two, two, two all. Oh. Two
0: all. You'll be yeah. there, won't you? I will be. Yeah. And you're gonna do us a little bit of an off the terrace report and send it in. Yeah, if you'd like, absolutely. Yeah, just a couple of minutes. Uh, sure thing. I'll
1: yeah. be there as well. I'll be there.
0: Well, we're not interested in you
1: two. <laughs> <laughs> you
2: never ask
4: us for it off the table. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we've had them before, that's why. We've right. had a full
0: season of them. Yeah.
4: But yeah, Birmingham's seen that have goals in them, and I think it'll be an open game. Yeah. So, I think Shea
2: Adams is a good player, is he? he?
4: is, yeah, I think he'll score. How are you getting down there, old Adam? It's going a long
2: way, it? it's Alabama for a game. <laughs> Birmingham. <laughs> are you going on the train? Or? Uh, no, I'm getting my, my designated driver, Gaz, again. The guy who doesn't drink, he'll give me a lift.
1: I'm on the 7.28am train there to Burgundy Street. Oh no,
2: I don't want to bump into you later. Then. Is it, is it,
1: you a it's the last away game of the season, guys. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Really oh, it's an early start or what? It's an early start. So you're just going
0: to go going Friday night and get the train before, before going home. Is that what you're going to do? Is
2: that the plan? Not no, having cans on train, are you? Yeah. At yeah. Me also. I have to say that uh, you do realise that it's a criminal offence to enter a football ground
1: whilst drunk. Um fully aware of that and I will be sober because I'll be having a spoon's breakfast um, and it will be non-alcoholic egg, cans. Eggs, eggs Benedict. Spoons. <laughs> Something like that. It, it. Right, let's <laughs> move on. <laughs> <laughs> um, you'll be you you ruined you'll the whole... So,
0: just a quick prediction before we hit the weekend's stuff, um relegation with Bolton and it's we see going down. Anybody different from Rotherham? I'd like
2: to say no, but I think yeah, it's going to be Rotherham.
3: No, right, and we'll you know be. what, I'd like it to be done and dusted this weekend because what you don't want is you don't want Millwall going down at our place there because West Ham wrecked the joint when yeah. they went down. I think,
1: so. I think Millwall will get one more point and that will be against Stoke on Saturday. I don't think Rotherham will get any points. Yeah. i tell you what, what
2: a dead it's on just this day. a quick one that's come to mind. If Millwall did get relegated, do you think
1: West Ham would die a play and fly it off?
2: <laughs> 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 Yeah. If, if uh,
1: that is the case, I'll need to know the hiding spots around the town if uh, that happens yeah. <laughs> because they will not be happy bunnies. No, I think, I think no, well, I think they'll be stoked this weekend. Ireland. I think they'll be fine. I think yeah. they'll, I, I think they'll, they'll stumble over the line and get a point in the line and rely on Robert and at West Westbrook. What about the other side? Uh, obviously Norwich. I think uh, yeah, Norwich nailed on. nailed on. I think it's pretty much like one of those where it's yeah, it's goal difference, but they're pretty much up. it's going to be Norwich and Sheffield United. Uh, Sheffield United. But I'm but glad. Just have to um, beat Ipswich this weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm happy for them. I think you know they've not. Overexerted in terms of financially, but they've had a really good. I mean, the manager's is brilliant. Chris Wilder has done a great job, and uh, I'm glad to, I prefer them to Leeds United. So, yeah. final yeah. playoff place. Uh, yeah, I think Leeds are losing the semi-finals. Yep. No, the final sixth place because sixth. Oh, the final playoff place. Well, oh, I think it'll be
0: a surprise. It could be. It'll be.
1: Swan- know, Swansea can still do it I mean Derby are like serial bottlers when it comes to the playoff places <laughs> and, <laughs> they're, and they're awful they're away they're not from all um, I still fancy Middlesbrough so I, get I think Middlesbrough will do it I it, do think Middlesbrough will it. do it they'll just creep yeah. over because they, they've
2: got to play each other the other two Derby and Bristol uh, City, City. Well, that
1: will mean Leeds play Middlesbrough so I can actually see Leeds lose it'll be brilliant to see Leeds losing in Wembley but I, I do think my, my
2: my tip my tip for the team going up is Aston Villa.
1: I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I it's just a question like Will mentioned earlier, have they peaked too soon? Mm. And maybe they have, or maybe it's, it's just... Well, it's I'll, I'll sneak right. in
3: for West Brom, seeing as nobody else is.
4: <laughs> including the guy he
3: supports <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think,
4: uh, yeah, I think Swan... I actually agree with Barry, I think Swan's will come in and get the sixth spot. That's,
2: uh, oh, yeah. That'll be turn up for of the box, is not it? Well, yeah, because they, they play two of the sides, don't they? As well above them, which always is gives you a right? change, I think, yeah,
4: and they have game in hand still. So. Yeah, and they're in form. If they
2: had to throw on that ridiculous three 0 defeat away at QPR, it, which was just coming oh, from nowhere, then they'd be pretty much like right on the edge with with the game in hand. So. Yeah. So, so covered all the championship.
0: Yeah, so I can tell my accent it didn't go down well with we Will because I didn't say Swansea City, I said Bristol City.
4: Oh, did you? <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> so, so next time we do we'll we'll try and get a translator. Swansea yeah. Bristol. You like Bristol, right? don't you? I love love. Yeah, I do. Can't be sometimes. Wait, so can Swansea
4: get it? Yeah, yeah, so you can yeah get they can get it. Can yeah, get they it. can still yeah, get it. Yeah, they get very confused. They need Bristol and Derby to draw at the weekend, and have a good chance. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Let's knock it on the head.
0: See you next week then. Good Good
3: night. night.
0: night. Good night. Good night.